Hi, I'm Christine Dorr, owner of Neococo. And I'm Tammy Tan, owner of Spice Home. And we are co-owners of Kitchen 519, our shared-use commercial kitchen in the San Francisco Bay Area. Welcome to Lettuce Wrap, the podcast about food, food business, and the people who work in the industry. Today, we have Koji Kanamatsu of Onagili. Hi, Koji. Hi, Koji. Hi. Thank, thank you for letting us uh, visit you here at your central kitchen in Redwood City. Yes, thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about your business, about Onigiri. Yeah, Onigiri is, uh, means rice ball in Japanese. And uh, we have five locations. I mean, this is a, we are a quick service restaurant. And, you know, we serve Onigiri. And it's like a Subway sandwich format. So it's fresh made per order. And you can customize it, custom rice ball. And we have over 15 flavors like uh, chicken teriyaki, spicy shrimp, salmon. And we, have, we also have salad bowl, rice ball. So you, you can customize it. Salad bowls, rice bowls. Um, and 15 flavors. I, I did remember seeing a lot of vegetarian flavors too, right? Yeah, yeah. We have a lot of vegan, gluten-free, especially we are using, you know, rice is our main ingredient. So gluten-free is one of our, you know, good point. So do you say you are the uh, Togo sandwiches of fast food? Subway <laughs> <laughs> sandwiches. Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's... It, we could say fast casual, but fast casual restaurant means more like uh, you cook, you have a sh- great chef and serve food with, you know, not the uh, restaurant format, but it's quick service it's, format. That's also usually a little bit slower, right? I mean, you're yeah. trying to go much mm-hmm. faster than that. Yeah, like Subway, McDonald's, but the more healthier way. Mm-hmm. Is there any anybody else in the, I guess, in the U.S. that is like you? There are a couple. I saw some locations in New York okay. and L.A., but not many. Did they come after you or were they around before you? Yeah, I think, yeah, we are the first one. There were one location, one onigiri shop in Manhattan, New York, but they closed I know in California, there's things called masubi. Mm-hmm. Is there a, a difference between masubis and onigiris? It's same. Okay. Same meaning. Okay. Yeah. And in Hawaii, masubi is very popular. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of Japanese immigrants and they spread masubi. Yes. Yeah. And that's my familiarity. It's actually when I have visited Oahu a number mm-hmm. of times and I specifically seek out these masubi <laughs> shops there, right? Yeah. And they're, they're like tiny. They're like little closet-sized places. And it's usually run by um, these Japanese women who mm-hmm. pre-make some usually. Yeah. I mean, they're but they're fresh made that day. Mm-hmm. But they're like mom and pop shops. They're, they're very mom, much yeah. mom. And, I'm, there's maybe one that's uh, that has a couple locations mm-hmm. in Honolulu. But yeah, usually they're mom and pops. Well, my only um, <laughs> knowledge of Onigiri is <laughs> Koji and Onigiri. <laughs> yeah, the first time I uh, met him was at La Cocina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you're one of the La Cocina graduates. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah. How, what year did you start your business? Um, 2008. <gasps> Me too. 
Oh, same. Yeah. <laughs> but when did you start at La Casina? Uh, we are 2009. Yeah. Oh, that sounds about right.、Mm-hmm. And, but, but most of your shops are, is that why they're in San Francisco? Because you、yes. started there.、Mm-hmm. Oh, and how many shops in San Francisco?、Uh, we have four. Four、locations. there. Okay.、Mm-hmm. And one in Palo Alto. Palo Alto. Yeah.、Um, so, why San Francisco? How did that happen? So, originally, I moved to the US and I was in a tech industry. So, I worked for a Japanese tech firm based in Tokyo. And then I came here for a business trip. And I really like the culture of San Francisco. And then, you know, so, and Onigiri is, especially Onigiri is great for business person, busy, and you don't have that much time f- to eat lunch. And also you are health conscious. So San Francisco financial district is our, our first target because it's easier to target. Business person. So, most of your the four stores are in the business district of yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, all in financial district. Ah. And,、mm. and you don't feel that they're too close. I mean, like there's too many stores in one、mm-hmm. area. Yeah, it was、um, because of my personal reason、um, and also business strategy. We started. With a big vision, like、uh, having 500 locations.、Oh, so we want to become a nationwide chain, like, you know, Subway, McDonald's.、Um, because when I first came here, I couldn't find onigiri. And in Japan, onigiri is very popular. So everybody eats onigiri every day.、Um, but it's Very difficult to scale. So, you know, in Japan, convenience store like 7 Eleven,、um, they are the most biggest seller in Japan. And there are many mom and pop, small place、uh, you get onigiri. But because cooking rice and making fillings, it's, it's not easy if you want to scale. So, To make a nationwide chain, you need a good supply chain and an operation system. But realistically, we were small. And at the beginning, we wanted to have a chain. We wanted to test a supply chain in a small area. So, financial district having four locations was pretty good. Oh, yes.、Yeah. So、that's the beginning right yeah, there. To see、yeah. If you can have so many stores、mm-hmm. so close to each other. Yeah. But you cannot have in Bay Area at the beginning because I wanted to focus on in a small area. And one location was a central kitchen, test central kitchen, and the three other are small so that we, we could test like a subway model. So if you go well in a small area, four locations, and the test. Central kitchen system, and if it works well, that means you can expand the concept, but without having dinner and weekends, so I can still spend some time with families. 
So that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's important that. too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's also, that is interesting because the four locations you have in the financial district is actually lunchtime. Yeah. Because I know they close like by four o'clock, mm-hmm. right? Because there isn't actually, right. you don't see there's much of a dinner crowd mm-hmm. for it. But yet the Palo Alto site, is mm-hmm. that how, is that what you're testing is the dinner now? Yeah. Dinner and uh, weekend. So we tested uh, lunchtime. Works, worked pretty well. So the next step was test in uh, dinner time and weekend so that you can prove ex- it's expandable. So this model of you expanding um, beyond these Bay Area locations, mm-hmm. are you, in your mind as a chain, is it all owned by you or are you franchising it out? Yeah, we are planning to do franchising Yeah, in the near future, probably in the next year what next next year yeah is that the next step because the first step seemed to be kind of to test in smaller areas yeah. to see how it would go and then mm-hmm. now then it was to test for dinners mm-hmm. and now is this the next step yeah. yeah um yeah and also we used to like a chicken teriyaki uh you need a teriyaki sauce and baked chicken um we used to cook by ourselves and make house-made teriyaki chicken uh, fittings. And so now our manufacturer makes teriyaki chicken for us and we have uh, teriyaki sauce co-packers and, you know, meat co-packer. So we tested the supply chain and also we needed a volume. So we have five locations now, so it satisfied uh, minimum requirement and we are working with few other fillings uh, ingredients and we need more volume so we are planning to open another five to ten company on the locations but after that we can go franchising because now you have all co-packed product and you can sell it to franchisee if you cook by yourself you cannot sell to franchisee right yeah so have you ever thought i mean because you do have 15 flavors have you ever thought maybe if you reduce the number of offerings that sort of increases the demand of the smaller amount of offerings or do you feel that this is your set 15 you know this is what you're gonna always sell yeah we we tested over 50 flavors so wow (laughs) yeah incredible so this has been whittled down to 15 Mm -hmm. yeah 15 (laughs) already already, small Mm -hmm. so in the bay area we we have a pretty large population that is familiar actually with like asian type ingredients because i notice you use pretty traditional ingredient uh like the mustard green or the hijiki seaweed salad which may be um you know, the rest of the country might not be familiar with? Are you also trying, I mean, are you just going like, this is what I think is authentic. And then with that rollout, it's, it's going to be uh, that education. You know, people are going to try it. They're going to love it. And then that's fine. Or are you going to try to 
regionalized flavors. Yeah, I think yeah. In in the future, yeah, probably we should have regional special. Yeah, and it, right now we have a combination. Some flavors are not popular in Japan, but some of them are very authentic. And at the beginning, um, onigiri wasn't popular. Still, yeah, onigiri is not that popular. But uh, here, yeah, the here US. in the US, especially at the beginning, we couldn't sell that much onigiri because people are not familiar with, and people think it's sushi. So you know, rice and seaweed and something. You, oh, you, they think it's raw. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So. We have miso tuna salad. It's a、uh, very popular in Japan, but yeah, people hear tuna and people, you know, think it's raw. So we serve miso tuna, and and we got many complaints. Your sushi is not fresh, or something. <laughs> oh, you know? that's interesting. You're like it's not what you think it is. Yeah, yeah. So originally, yeah, we. We thought, you know, from the beginning, we wanted to introduce authentic flavors, but we decided to go with more combination like a chicken teriyaki onigiri. It's popular here, but not popular in Japan. So you've already changed. Yeah,、so、you've yeah. already adapted. So some flavors you adapted, but you're also trying to. Help people、mm-hmm. recognize authentic yeah, flavors. Yeah. So now we we are. More comfortable serving traditional one instead of, you know, American version. So you said you you had come to、um, San Francisco on a business trip,、mm-hmm. uh, and you were in tech before. So what is your background? So when I was a college student, I worked for.、Um, Startup company in Japan, and I learned business operation. I managed online shop. And this is while you're going to school, while you're going to college. Ah,、uh, no, actually, I learned the、uh, literature. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's very you, different. You know, it's very interesting. But in Japan,、um, your major is you cannot have option. So. When you are high school, you have to decide your major, you know. And once you decide, you cannot change. I didn't know what should I do. What should I learn? And I like book, <laughs> so I I chose the literature. And when I was in college, I took a part time job in a startup. And I really liked it. So at the time, I wanted to study business,、oh. but you cannot change.、Right. You know, once you make a decision, you cannot, yeah, take business <laughs> major. But yeah, I I learned a lot from the the job actually. So you got the real life experience. I mean, yeah, as opposed to、mm. actually studying it. Yeah. Did you, have you thought about going back to or did? Did you ever attend a business school when you moved here? No, you're just using real life、mm-hmm. <laughs> now. Yeah, that was very good experience. So I had a part time job, but、uh, after graduation, I took a full time 
um, position and I managed the business. So you need to learn a lot. Yeah, from sales, marketing, and system development, and customer service, and distribution, supply chain. So you're yeah. learning this on your own. Do you, yeah. you have mentors、um, you're working with right now or had been? No, actually. Yeah, you, I, I learned from you know, co workers and both. Did you work in food ever before? I, I had a yeah, experience.、Um, nighttime, I had a part time waiter job. And yeah. I, But that was, that was in Japan. In Japan. Yeah, also.、Mm-hmm. Okay. And then、uh, when you did move to the US, when you finally decided to come here,、um, you were still working for that company or for a, a Japanese company? Yeah, actually, I, I was a. So. After a few years、uh, from the original startup company, I started my own company. It's a system development. So when I came here, it's,、uh, I was a part of co founder. So it's IT, and I had an option to go back to Japan and scale the original company or You know, you can stay here and do your own company. And I really wanted to do start. You wanted to stay here. Yeah, stay here. And, you know, because I like the weather, culture, people. So everything was attracted to me. So when did you decide to switch from tech to food?、Mm-hmm. Yeah, why food? Yeah, so for me, There is no difference between food and tech.、Um, I really wanted to have a, wanted to do something that's gonna impact、um, better way. I, I mean, so originally、um, I started a mobile game company. We developed、uh, mobile apps. So I thought, yeah, smartphones gonna be a, you know, next thing. So I, Develop a few apps, but our office was in Soma, San Francisco, near Caltrain Station. And there were not lunch options. Like, so I, my option was burrito, hamburgers, and Subway. So I went to Subway almost every day. That was the only option healthy, affordable, fresh, but you don't want to eat Subway every day. Yeah, and I really missed onigiri, craved onigiri because I used to eat onigiri almost every day, especially when you are busy. So I, I got two, three onigiris and get a miso soup. And then, you know, you can still work and eat onigiri during the meeting or, you know, on the desk. And then I thought, because onigiri is so popular in Japan and you get everywhere. But I, I couldn't find it in the States. I, I felt, oh,、well, maybe I should spread onigiri. Uh oh. And a lot of、That's、people are going to appreciate it. And this was in 2008 when this,、yeah. all, this epiphany happened.、Mm-hmm. Right.、Uh. So then, how did you find La Casina? Yeah, so I got an idea of starting onigiri 
And so I had a friend. I, I mean, yeah, he's still my good friend, Khan. And、uh, originally, yeah, he wanted to start a coffee shop. I was, so my background is business. So I talked to him and he, oh, he said, Oh, I want to start a coffee shop. But yeah, there are a lot of coffee shops already. So why don't you start Onigiri and I can help you? <laughs> and then. Did Khan have background in food? Yeah, yeah. He worked at cafe at the time. Did you meet him here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same age and yeah, we get pretty well each other.、Yeah. So. so he was a partner when you first yeah, started? Yeah, he was a partner. So, what happened with that? Is he still involved with the business? No, after three years, he decided to leave. But now he has a coffee shop in Japan. Oh, in Japan? <laughs> yeah, he moved to <laughs> Japan. That's great. Yeah. So, he, he pursued his dreams of、mm, yeah, having a、yeah. coffee shop, and you pursued your dream、mm-hmm. of onigiris. I remember I met you and Khan、mm-hmm. at La Cocina. Yeah. So, how did you come to decide to go to La Cocina? Yeah. So, we tried to open a restaurant at the beginning. But is that before La Cocina? Before、Or? La Cocina. Oh, my goodness. Open a yeah, restaurant? Yeah. Small onigiri shop. Okay. But of course, I, I didn't have a credit history. And the Khan, same. Yeah. But yeah, we. We found a location and talked to landlord, but they, you know. Do <laughs> <laughs> you look back at that and say, oh my、yeah. goodness, <laughs> I can't believe I tried? <laughs> Are you glad that that didn't work out? I think so, yeah. Because it was like your first failure. Yeah. And you learned from that.、Mm-hmm. So then, La Casina, like,、mm-hmm. how did you even hear about La Casina? We didn't know that. We just searched commercial kitchen. We tried to get a brick and mortar location, but we couldn't. And then we went to police department to get a permit for food cart, but we you know, couldn't get the information. So we didn't know how to start. start. And then we searched commercial kitchen. Then we thought, oh, maybe just a catering is the easiest one. And then we Attended La Cocina's orientation, and we found that La Cocina p r o v i d e training incubation. And then you applied and、yeah. you were accepted. <laughs> yeah. Were you I, shocked by that? Yeah, we were lucky. I, I mean, there are a lot of, you know, mainly their focus for women. Right. And, and yeah, were you the first male yeah, in the program? Yeah, first male. Yeah. Even <laughs> no Asian. You know,、right. oh. I think, yeah, we are first Asian and male. Probably, yeah. I, I didn't see Asian people at the time. I think La Casino was quite new at the time, too, right, Christine? Yeah, they started in 2006. So, oh,、yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Two years in. If you started in、mm. 2009, you were three years in.、Mm-hmm. So, through La Casino, It's, you still, in the beginning, had this vision that I know I'm going to have 500 locations.、Mm-hmm. And so, this is the vision you presented to them? Yeah, we brought <laughs> Onigiri sample, and、uh, there are 
Ten people was there, and oh yes, we, the panel. Yeah, panel. Yeah, and we brought onigiri, and uh, we explained uh, this country need uh, onigiri. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> fast food is too. You know, we want we want to spread healthy fast food, and that's our mission. Yeah, why we are doing business because we want to spread onigiri, and uh, you know that's gonna. Be good for the country. You know, you you have option. So La Cocina help you open up your first location. Yeah, yeah. Tell us the process about that and where it is. So originally we started food cart. Oh, and was this to test your idea? Yeah, and we didn't have money to open the restaurant. Still, so we heard that San Francisco Park Department will accept application, and you can sell food in the park. Before that, street food wasn't so popular in San Francisco because right. permission application process wasn't clear, and and there are a few taco truck, but not. You know other foods, but yeah, San Francisco Park Depart- Department was in you know the first organization that, and they try to have food cart variety of food in the park, and we applied it, and we got a space in Justin Harmon Plaza. Oh, uh, oh, that's a great location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how often did you have to have the cart? Was there certain times they wanted、mm-hmm. you there? Five days, lunchtime, weekdays, and we did for actually just a few months. Oh, why?、Uh, <laughs> we we didn't sell well. Oh,、mm. okay. Were you worried about that? Um, it was just a.、Uh, Hard because onigiri was, for example, when we go to San Francisco Street Food Festival, we were pretty popular because there are many foodies, so people wants to try new food. So we were popular, but when you sell your food in a business district five days, people. F- Like to eat sandwiches, not something you are not familiar with. So at the beginning, we couldn't sell well. Some people think it's sushi, but if you eat onigiri, but you think it's sushi, you know, like、uh, you、right. either you're expect, disappointed or yeah, or, raw fish yeah. and more or less yeah rice yeah and soy sauce, but. We didn't provide soy sauce, <laughs> and、uh, so a big part of your business is educating people. That's a big yeah, challenge. For yeah, yeah. So we decided to go farmers market and off the grid, the night market. Because if it's every day, it's hard. But if it's once a week in farmers market and off the grid, it's a special. Tell us what、um, off the grid is. Off the grid is there are, you know, food trucks and food cart and the tent. So, 
uh, originally started at Fort Mason, San Francisco, and the founder is my friend Matt Cohen. So he lived in Japan, in Fukuoka, in Kyushu area, and in Fukuoka there are great street food culture. So you see many yatai means uh, street food and ramen, takoyaki, okonomiyaki. So there are a lot of street food and it, Matt Cohen missed the yatai. That's like a sweet potato that they throw at you uh-huh. from trucks, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, I remember yeah. him telling that story. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, he started to gather street food cart and tent and truck. And so once a week on Friday, he started street food event. So weekly event. How was that? It was great because uh, we are kind of, yeah, people are seeing onigiri as a Japanese street food. Yeah, it's not street food, uh, <laughs> actually, <laughs> but yeah, we use that image. Sure, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. If the people are relating to it that mm-hmm. way, then yeah, go for it. You feel you felt like with off the grid, people were also taking a chance on new products. Do you, they tend to be more adventurous, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are looking for new, unique. new food, yeah, yeah, unique. So that was good. Then finally, when you were successful doing those things, then you were able to start planning for that first store. Yeah, yeah. And when you did do the first store, I mean, did La Casina help? Or did you have to go with outside partners, investors, whatever? How did it all come about, I guess? Yeah, so we got uh, La Cocina introduced as NPO lender. Yeah, what so, an NPO, non profit lender. Oh, no. Oh, okay. So, traditional bank cannot you know, give you money because you don't have a credit history and they usually. Do not provide a fund for small business, but the NPO lender see more potential or passion or people. So they are TMC working solution oh, right. opportunity oh, yes. fund. Right. Okay. Yeah. So we got a originally we borrowed money for food cart and we, you know, made a payment regularly. And then when we Open the first location, we got a money from Opportunity Fund and TMC. And also, I had a, a business partner, new one. Oh, somebody else. Yeah. How did that happen? Tell us about that. At the beginning, it was good. He is a chef. He helped the recipe uh, from the beginning. Yeah, he's a good friend. Still. Yeah, still. <laughs> but no longer a partner. Yeah, no longer. No longer partner, yes. You seem to roll through partners. Yeah. <laughs> is, is it because uh, they typically don't want to stay through the growth? I think it's... So vision is different. My vision is from the beginning, we want to become nationwide chain. And so sometimes you have to compromise some portion and yeah, keep the vision to become nationwide. It's very difficult, right? Yeah, sometimes you don't want to become nationwide because it's too hard. So 
at the beginning, yeah, you can convince, oh, we're going to become a nationwide chain. But after a year or two, you get real. <laughs> <laughs> How? <laughs> we are you, you still have the vision, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but the partner loses heart, mm-hmm. and they do. They have other ideas, and then yeah, because he's a chef, he wants to, you know, see customers. You know, you are guest. You want to talk to guests and more friendly service and more customized menu every right. day. More creative, yeah, yeah, creative. Instead of making the same thing yeah. over and over, yeah. So, and the whole point of nationwide right. chains is consistency, mm-hmm. right? Like so, one it's product, different. yeah. <laughs> So who, um, if you are developing any new things and doing testing, is there somebody that you uh, work with on recipes? Like, do you still have that portion of the food side and, and the creative cooking side? Right now, we don't have a chef. Yeah, because my friend, he developed the most of it. And also, I learned a lot from him. So he made all the basic stuff. And so I use that recipe and I work with manufacturers, co-packers. Do you ever do you think it's important to have a chef in, in the business? Somebody who has a food background? Um in our case, no. You That's honest. You can have outside consultant. This is more like development. You have to be creative, but at the same time, yeah, you can cook great food, but that but you have to keep it one year shelf life and you have to make it in a large volume in the manufacturer. So you have to consider not only for the taste, flavor, but also shelf life. And, you know, it's totally different. It's science. Right. So you have, you already have all the food developed pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you don't need the portion of development so much. So, Yes, now it's time for putting in systems. Yep. Got it, operations. Mm-hmm. So now currently you have five stores. Mm-hmm. You now have built up credit. Obviously the growth is pretty exponential for you, right? Mm-hmm. Are you taking your profits and reinvesting it into the business? Are you looking outside funding? Are you taking out traditional loans now? We have investors. So strategically we don't make profit right now because now is not the right timing to make a profit because for example price structure you can increase the price but subway is pretty cheap because they are huge mcdonald five six dollars you get food because they are they have a purchasing power so we set the price like uh, when we have 100 location how is our you know purchasing power will be so right now our food cost is too high because you know we are small and our volume is not that much and it's very hard to find a manufacturer we are five locations so usually they don't do the customization 
So right now, we don't want to negotiate the pricing that much.、Right. Otherwise, they all. Right. Okay, we don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>、uh, your time frame、mm-hmm. for all this, because the thing is, you started in 2008.、Mm-hmm. It's 11 years later. You have the five stores, but you said you want to open your next five stores. Is that going to happen in 10 years or is that going to happen in one year?、Uh, one year. Wow.、Mm. That's the exponential. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are. You have time to sit here and talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> so then, now with your future growth,、mm-hmm. uh, you said you, you had to look for outside investors or you wanted to look for outside investors. We are looking for outside investors and we are. Yeah, we, we're going to close one round、um, this month and we're going to go Series A soon. Yeah, we are targeting 100 locations by 2024, 25. It's pretty yeah, aggressive growth plan, but now we have you know, system and it's going to be done by this year. So it's very easy to expand. So that's what they see it.、Mm. I mean, that's why these investors are now investing because they see your vision. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. At the beginning, it was a small investor, but now we have fund and amount is getting bigger. So you keep saying 500.、Mm-hmm. Why 500? And why not more?、Um, <laughs> Where's that number come from? At least 500. Yeah. Oh, at least、yeah. 500. <laughs> You have to have a goal. That's great. Yeah. I know. You know. And、um, how do you know when you're successful? Like, what's your vision of success personally and business wise? How do you know if you've, when you've made it? So, my, my dream is I'm not a.、Uh, um, I think, yeah, I'm not a person who wants to do business, business, and we, I want to be rich. I, I'm not that. Type of person. I have a good you know, family. So ideally, I want to spend more time with my wife and kids and my parents. Yeah, they are in Japan. But at the same time, I really want to spread onigiri personally because、um, I love onigiri. <laughs> and、uh, <laughs> There's the passion. Yeah, I love seeing people eating onigiri. If I didn't start onigiri, you know, you, you didn't have a chance to eat onigiri. But now a lot of people enjoying eating onigiri. So 500 is, is one goal because if you have 500 locations, it means you have to have major. Locations in major cities, and you can say, Oh, I spread on Hiri if you have 500. So that's the minimum goal. But I don't care if I'm a CEO or I'm an owner, I just want to spread. So if there somebody is more, you know, better CEO or better, you know, somebody. Who has a passion for Nigiri? I'm willing to, you know, talk to them. Yeah, talk to them. <laughs> Consider them for, yes. So then, I mean, that brings it down to your work life balance, right? You have two young 
kids. Yeah. And now it's the growth period where you do have to invest so much of your personal time. So how do you meet that balance? Um, so I try to spend with kids and eat dinner together as much as possible. Um, but now I, I have to work in the weekend, weekend. So because right now I have to, I have to be involved a lot. Company is still young and we, we don't have a system and a team yet. From now, I'm trying to build a team for cooperation or for to support expansion. Before that, I, I can do everything by myself because it's still small. But from now, you you have to build a great team anyway. And I think yeah, once we have a team and I can delegate some work, I can spend more time with family. That's my wish that's your current yeah short-term goal <laughs> does your your wife work with you yeah yeah what does she do usually yeah she does admin thing bookkeeping and sometimes yeah they are call off the store so she goes to the store and they work as a team members cashier but she does everything that's great that's mm-hmm. great you have that partner yeah so I can't imagine how many people you you probably know how many people you have working for you. Uh, right now. Yeah. We have 36. Wow. How do you manage that? Um I'm not good at managing people. So we have a great area manager. Area manager. Yeah, area manager. So he supervises all locations five locations so he supervised managers and manager supervise the store so you have an area manager mm-hmm. that reports to you yep. each store has also a store manager mm-hmm. who manages all like and i assume on average each store has about seven people mm-hmm. or part-time workers have you had an issue with hiring yeah it's challenging now before it was easier but now like before when um i think yeah 2012 13 14 i i hired people it was easier because you had a lot of candidates when you post on the craigslist you get a lot of you know candidates but now even you post on craigslist you get few and most of them are no show or even you, you know, make an appointment. Yeah. Right. So it's really important then to keep the employees that you have. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, uh, how do you maintain them? So our area manager, yeah, he's a good person good, with good heart and we have pretty good culture. So usually I like everybody because they are so nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so because our current team members, uh, everybody's nice. So the new, you know, person coming to the onigiri, they are nice. nice or you just leave. Right. Yeah. Right. Do you like working in the stores? Yeah. I, 
actually, yeah, I really like the interaction. Yeah, yeah. but these days I'm I'm getting super busy, so、um, it's hard. So my wife usually go there, but sometimes when when I'm available, yeah, I I like to work with team, and you know, every time I learn new things, oh. This should be improved, or oh, this、right. is a good idea. Yeah, you get a fresh vision. Yeah, take on it. How to make something more efficient,、mm-hmm. right? Because、yeah. that's that's the vision, right? You you're trying to be. I mean, I know you're trying to be Subway, but it's almost like you're trying to be also McDonald's. Yeah, especially the machine that you are trying to prototype, which is a rice ball making machine. That's incredible. So you envision that as being part of every store. Yeah, when is the rollout for that? It's coming next month. With the new machine being introduced,、mm-hmm. does that mean you can have less workers? Yes, and that's the goal too—to、mm-hmm. have less employees、yeah. per store. Yeah, less workers and also consistent. Do you see having any other kind of machinery take over? So our new location, we tried a. Uh, rice cooking machine. You know, you have a. Everybody has a rice cooker, but ours are special. So we have a rice washing robot. So it automates the washing cycle. And so they have that. You have that now. Yeah, we have. Where's that? It's in our Palauto location. It、oh. back, yeah, back of the kitchen. So you you don't see it. Oh. So then, okay, with these machines,、mm-hmm. do you envision、uh, the stores to be smaller? Yeah, you can make it smaller. Yeah, it can fit in a small footprint, but it's very easy. You know, you have to wash rice. It's it's hard. I mean, it's a very labor intense and also consistency. If you are Japanese experienced chef, probably you can do pretty good every time. But if you are not, it's hard to cook rice every time perfectly. But the machine can do it. Is this machine used currently in Japan? Yes. So there are、uh, fast food places in Japan、mm-hmm. that. Uses a rice washing robot、yeah. and rice ball makers,、mm-hmm. and so it's tested in a sense, but、yeah. not here. Not here. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier, we were talking about your vision of what success is,、mm-hmm. but do you want to talk about what your exit plan is? What do you consider that time? You know, when you do want to leave the business. Yeah. So exit is tough question. <laughs> so exit is when we have five locations, or if somebody wants to take over Onigiri with same mission, vision, and if I. You know, trust the person or this. You know, the company person or company can、yeah. maintain or expand. So, if former Subway 
CEO wants to <laughs> take over, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to. Yeah, because they can do better than me, but that's not realistic. So I don't have a specific exit plan, but whenever I have somebody or some organization wants to work with Onigiri or take over Onigiri and make a vision, you know, achieve the vision, um, I'm, I'm happy to. In your business, which favorite thing that you like to do? What's the thing that you know you feel get really excited about? I like to start new things. I, I mean, yeah, spread something new. And I think, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur type of person, but not managing company. I, I mean, start and build a system. And now it's scalable. Do you have a business plan?、Mm-hmm. Did you have a, you do, and do you, are you still use the business plan? Are you sticking to it? Do you revise it? Do you look back at it? Or do you just use your vision to guide you? Yes, I have a business plan and update it regularly. Good for you. You're rare. You do have to, right? Because this business plan has to be constantly presented to your investors, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, th- is that why you've consistently kept it up to date? Yeah. And also, you want to see, you have to make a lot of decisions and there is no answer. So, at least you, if you can see a few different options with numbers and visions, so you, it's going to make it easy for you to make a decision. So, I, Just make it for my decision. Always make a few different, you know, how many years we should spend for 500 locations, 10 years or five years or three years. And then you see three years plan, oh, this is too fast. But you, you never know once. Sure. Do you work? You don't even consult with anybody else. Or do you, who do you talk to about? Do you talk to your wife and say, what do you think about? Yeah, I always yeah, ask wife. Yeah. And she said, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> The business plan, did La Casina help you create that? Or was that completely your, on your own? Yeah, yeah. In the incubation program, yeah, they, Leticia, yeah, she, She, they, they were the ones that reviewed your business plan. That's how you came up with a, a comprehensive business plan. Well, also when you present, I mean, when you're trying to get in the program, they ask to see that too. So you must have had something. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a lot of experience when I was in Japan. I, in the IT field, I talked to investors and I helped making a business plan a lot. So, yeah. So I, you knew that part,、yeah, portion yeah. of it. Mm hmm. So, what advice would you, would you give someone who wanted to start their own food business? Food, it's tough, I think. If it's IT, once you have a good program, once you set a system, that's all. Easy to scale, easy to find the investors. But the food is always changing. You know, even rice. Every year different. So you have to adjust it. So once you build a system, you have to keep maintaining. 
So that's why a lot of people saying,、um, you know, food is difficult. So you, many of investors do not want to invest food because it's too risky. And even bank, you, it's, it's hard to get money from bank because they consider food is risky. It would be real if somebody came to you and asked you, you'd say it's hard. Yeah, it, it's hard and it's easy to start, but it's difficult to survive. <laughs> you know, it's, it's true. How、I、many you know, businesses are surviving after 10 years? I, I think not many, right? I, I, know. I, I think, yeah, most of the businesses, but especially food, it's easy to start. But It's easy to lose. I, I mean, lose a brand if you are lazy about managing and you have to manage people and it's not machine and ingredients and quality. Because I have a strong mission and a vision, I'm still surviving. So, would you do it all over again, Koji?、Um, I think, yeah. I don't know, maybe food or yeah, anything else. But if I have something I have passionate about it, I'm, I, I really want to do any, any, anything, any business or any, you know, Onigiri is just a, I found Onigiri is the things I really wanted to yeah, do. So, if、uh, you weren't doing this, what would you be doing?、Um, IT, <laughs> I think. Would you be here or would you be in Japan?、Um, for IT here. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The opportunity. Even now, yeah. I, I, you know, every time Apple released a new phone or <laughs> laptop, I, you know, <laughs> purchase. Yeah. So you really like San Francisco. You really like the Bay Area. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I, I really like the culture and new things always, you know, happen in here, right? Right. If you were not eating onigiri,、mm -hmm. what would you be eating?、Um, Chinese. All right. <laughs>、um, I like Panda Express. Oh, my、oh, goodness.、Um, awesome. My kids love Panda too. Okay. <laughs> that is,、right. no, but that is a very interesting thing, right? Because that is a brand that has also grown through franchising and they have brought that, that style of Chinese food, I call it Americanized Chinese, right?、Uh, across the US, you don't. You don't see a food court in the mall without one of those or some knockoff of it. That's your goal, right? Yeah, I, I really respect. I, I mean, because I, I think in the top 50 quick service, Panda is the only Asian concept. And, you know, you know there are many Chinese food, but most of them are not scalable, you know. But the Panda did it. And still consistently yeah, consistent. are frying the food yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. and is quality is pretty good and affordable.、Consistent. Mm -hmm.
Who would you like to have dinner with, living or dead? Um, my friend. He my best friend when when I was kid, actually elementary school. But I think early twenties he suicide, and he got some. You know, mental illness. We grew up together almost. You know, when I was kids, and and then I went to, I moved to Tokyo, and he stayed in the countryside when originally I grew up. And when I go back to my hometown, he always said, "Oh, you are you are great, you." You live in Tokyo, and you are doing great job with doing IT thing. And he always, yeah, you know, respected me.、Um, and that was my motivation. I, I really, you know, like to talk to him. Yeah, and、uh, after he died, I my motivation. One of my Motivation was I keep moving forward for him too, because I thought yeah yeah there are a lot of people especially in Japan、um, living without vision. You know, it's sometimes it's it's hard. I have a great mission vision. I was lucky, so I always think about him. And I have to keep moving forward with, you know, follow your mission, vision, and try not to regret. Do you also feel that you could bring your vision, mission, or your heart, your passion back to Japan? You could motivate people. Yeah, eventually, that's one of my. You know, next vision, like yeah, talking to you guys, it's it's great way to show people I I'm doing business and I'm I have a mission, vision, and I'm keep moving forward because I really like to do onigiri business and I really like to talk to my vision, mission because some people you know could motivate. <laughs> And and when I joined the La Cocina, if I have somebody already came to somewhere and started your own business and have five locations, probably it is very motivational. So I really want to become nationwide five hundred location. That's gonna you know motivate、right. La Cocina <laughs> people a lot. That's true. Oh, yeah. Koji did it, and you can do it. Yes, you can do it. To learn more about Onigiri and Koji, go to www.onigilly.com. Thank you so much, Koji, for sharing your story with us yeah, today and your time. We know you're very busy. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to Let Us Wrap with Christine and Tammy. Thank you to our editor and producer, Jason Anthony Guy. We would love to hear from you. Share your thoughts with us on Twitter or Facebook, 
we're at Lettuce Wrap Pod or email us at lettucewrappod at gmail.com. Take it away, Koji. Until next time, it's a wrap. 